Campanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I'm doing fall-like. It is fall. It's fall. Yeah. We say it every year. You and I, it's our favorite season. <laughs> it's our favorite season. We convince ourselves it's fall in L.A. Right. There's never any fall in L.A. No. No. It no. was... Uh, it was... We're recording this on a Monday. It was in the 90s over the weekend. Yeah. It was in the high 80s today. It, it's going to get cooler this it's gonna week. Get, it's going to get actually in all the way into the 60s. Yes. Which is like exciting. as cool as it gets. Yeah. Welcome to Weather Ray Gun. Yeah. Weather Ray Gun. <laughs> uh, but other than that, how are you doing? I have some facts that I learned that are fascinating. Just in general or about stuff we've talked about? Just stuff about like animals. Oh, yeah, okay. And, um, <laughs> More weather facts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was listening to, as I've said before, I listened to Quest Love Supreme. Right. His monumental podcasts that are two and three parts long and two hours each. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just dropped part one of Raphael Sadiq, Mm -hmm. the creator of Tony, Tony, Tony. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about his history. And I didn't know this. I'm giving you an A, B, and C. A... He was in Sheila E's touring band before Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, like doing on what? tour, playing bass. He was a bassist. Oh, okay. So he played bass and was uh, with um, Sheila E uh, on tour for the. Uh, this would be the um, Under the Cherry Moon tour. Oh, so he played bass for them. Was in Paris when Prince was like, "Fuck off!" The revolution. Like, yeah. was there the moment it happened. He's like, basically, Prince went on stage, did an encore by himself, comes up, breaks the guitar. Yeah. Goes off stage, does a second on tour by himself, breaks his guitar mm-hmm. on purpose. And apparently, like, Wendy, Lisa, and, like, Bobby Z were like, I think we're done. I think the revolution is done. Because he was acting so They weird. could just tell from the, yeah. the, from the vibe that, from the vibe that he was breaking given, up the band. That he's breaking up the band. And sure enough... In Paris, he was when he broke up the band. So I didn't know that about Prince Lore. Yeah, that, that incident even happened. Yeah, it happened in Paris, like yeah. like at the end of like the the uh, under the Cherry Moon tour. So this is like eighty eight, eighty nine. This is like eighty six, eighty yeah, eighty six. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that came Alphabet Street. That came out times. But even better, there's an al- there's an alternative world where um, during this time, Prince went to Raphael and was like. Hey, I'm I'm coming up with this uh, jazz funk band mm-hmm. called Madhouse, which exists. Uh, it's all instrumental. It's all funk. All the songs are like song one, song two, song they don't have titles. And uh, Prince goes up to Raphael and says, "I want you to be in it. I want you to be like the main guy in it, but you're all gonna wear masks." And Raphael's like, mm, "No, no, no! <laughs> I don't want to wear masks." God bless Prince, of course. Yes. How come everything with that guy had to be, like, such a concept? Everything's a thing. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is a thing. Like, he, he goes and like, you think, oh, yeah, I'll be in a funk band with uh, Prince, and, yeah. and he can run it. Madhouse, what a great name. He's like, whenever you perform, you have to wear masks, and you can't have names. Like, why? It's because it came to me in a dream. Because it came to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is a Madhouse. It's a great album. It's a mad. It's basically just Prince and some session. Sure. And, and there are groups with masks. Yeah. The residents. Oh, yeah. Kiss, kind of. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like, oh, it's another Prince, another one of Prince's <laughs> yeah. things. Another one of Prince's things. But I always just imagine, imagine if Raphael Sadiq was like, yeah, no, I'll do it. There no would be Tony, no Tony, 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 Tony. Tony. 
Because right well, around that time came Tony Tony Tony. Yeah, yeah. A year later. It might have only delayed Tony Tony Tony. But who knows about the butterfly effect of these things. You never know. Yeah, it might he, have erased Tony Tony. He did Tony. say, he's like, at the time we were starting kind of Tony Tony Tony. And yeah. It was very early. Like, we're thinking about it. And we're like, should we do that? Or should we play with Prince with masks on? Yeah. He chose right. That's, that's fine. That's, yeah. Those are all fun facts. Fun facts. Thank you for... Questlove Supreme Digest. <laughs> That's right. That's my next seven. Now Quest you don't have to listen. You don't have to listen to the four two, hours. Two hour yeah. episode. <laughs> or at Just least the first two hour half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk, I have some corrections. Oh, Paul. Not, I have, I have uh, a, 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 an elaboration. And okay. then a small correction for myself. Okay. Uh, the elaboration is about an incorrect answer to a quiz question from you. Oh, okay. And I don't know if this information is going to make you feel better or worse about the question. Okay. It was the question where the answer was, I'd like to teach the world to sing. Yes. And you were upset because you were like, that doesn't count because it's a jingle. And so that's like a trick question. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was an actual song. Because it's the, it's famously from the Coca-Cola commercial. Yes. I'd like to give by the world a Coke. Mm-hmm. What I found out recently... Is in fact, it was a proper song before it was a jingle. Oh, it wasn't like a jingle and then became a song. It's the opposite. It was oh. it was a song that they adapted into. I had no idea. That into the Coca Cola jingle. Okay, so you weren't tricked by the question. Yes, um, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Yeah, so a little before my time, just a yeah. tad. Yeah, it was a pre-existing song. Okay, that's fine. The correction. Is the is is for myself. It was the most minor throwaway comment. Okay. That I don't even remember saying, but when I listened back to the last mini episode, I was like, why did I say that? That's real dumb. <laughs> it was a, it was uh the answer to a question that I got wrong mm-hmm. about an art it was like what artist released an album or had a number one album with call, called Songs I Sing on the Gleason Show. Yeah. And the answer was Frank Fontaine. Yes. And you said, I've never heard of him. Yes. And I said, I've never heard of him either. And then I said, Italian fella. <laughs> you did say that. I remember that. I don't know why I said that. Because I know Fontaine isn't an Italian <laughs> name. I'm an Italian You are Italian. I know that that's not a, yeah. an Italian name. Furthermore... I'm also a French-Canadian person, and I know that that's a French-Canadian name. Oh, Paul. Because I'm French-Canadian, and my grandmother's maiden name is Fontaine. No. Yes. And Frank Fontaine is French-Canadian. I looked it up. Oh, my God. Just to really, like, twist the knife into myself that I got that, that I got that so wrong. I, so like for it's it like it was literally a throwaway comment. Yes, it was. But when I heard it back, I felt so embarrassed. I mean, it is funny because it's something so minor and so throwaway, but yet so wrong on so many levels at the same yeah. time. Well, I know where it came from because I'm just thinking of like a '50s era with the pompadour named named Frank. Yes, exactly. Who sings on Jackie Gleason's yeah. show? So it seems like in my mind that would be an Italian guy. Yeah. His name's Frank. Thinking Frank and Dean yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all those guys. But Fontaine is so uh, not Italian. How, how long did you beat yourself up for that one? It was 
when I was listening back while we're while we're recording this mini episode, that mini episode just came out today. Yes, and I was literally listening to it this morning and immediately was like, "Why did I say that? That's so dumb." And then I immediately googled Frank Fontaine, <laughs> saw he was French Canadian. I was like, "Yeah, of course it is," because it's I might be related to the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, you give me a distant yeah. cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's from Massachusetts and he's French Canadian. Oh, I mean that's pretty close. And and he and his name is Fontaine. Yeah. So I like I really wonder. I mean it's like really it's like the Smith of French Canadian yeah. names. But I really wonder if I'm distantly related to Frank Fontaine. <laughs> That'd be great if you were. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So I just had to correct that because I, I felt real dumb. It was stuck in your craw. Yeah. No one, no one listening knew or cared except perhaps. <laughs> My parents, who love to correct oh, me. Oh, yeah. They love the show, and they love when I get stuff wrong, because <laughs> they like to let me know about it's it. It's like, time to email Paul. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh... Right. Yeah. That, that's a good clarification. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun Important. Thing. Yeah. Bet anyone's heard of Frank Fontaine. <laughs> that's the thing, too. Still, even after all that, I'm still like, I still don't know who that fucker is. Yeah, I wouldn't have Googled him otherwise, and I still haven't, like... Looked him up on YouTube that, to see him sing on the Gleason. Here's show. the thing, too. Yeah, you're already there googling Frank Fontaine. Yeah, like you stopped that French Canadian. Meaning you didn't go, oh yeah, he's French Canadian. What are the songs? What did, what did he do? You just stopped that French. No, Canadian. I just wanted to see how wrong I was. Well, here's here. I want actually. I googled him to see if I could get out of it because I was like, maybe he is Italian. Maybe like me, he's half and half. Mm-hmm. But like. Is his mother is the Italian yeah. side, so he doesn't have the name. But if he is still Italian, then I can get away with the comment. Yes. But no. But no. Nope. But even then, you still didn't go. You're there. You're right there. You could have gone, well, what songs did he do? No, who cares? <laughs> who gives a shit? Yeah. Fuck that guy. This is Ancestry Ray. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite part of the whole story. Is <laughs> you just stop right there because you're like, fuck, I'm wrong. No, I didn't get... I just wanted to see... Whether or not I was wrong and yeah. how wrong I was. And, and, and you I proved was, yourself was, right. Congratulations. Yeah. So uh, now it's time for Don't At Me. I We haven't... This is a segment we used to do every mini episode. Yes. And then we were sort of forcing it, so we stopped yeah. doing it and, and discussing it between ourselves. We said, hey, we could bring it back when we have something. Yeah. A hot take. Yeah, if you got a hot take, bring it back. I got two hot takes. You got two hot takes? I got two things that no one may at me about except you can respond. Okay, good. Uh, here's the first one. All right, let me break down each one individually. Jazz Lady Gaga is better than Pop Lady Gaga. Don't at me. I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. I, I like Pop Lady yeah. Gaga a whole lot, but yeah. man, she's... She's a great vocal jazz singer. She's got the voice for it and the yeah. attitude. Yeah, that's that's just smart. That that's just a smart comment. I th- I mean, it's the snobby like oh, the it most is. popular thing um, is the better thing. Actually, everyone, the jazz one's better. But the thing that really like locked me in with Lady Gaga, and you know, there's a lot of pop stars I like, but yeah. they're pop stars and it's pop, and it's I like them sort of passively. But yeah. but like six or seven years ago, when I heard her do her version of that jazz standard lush life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. No, this is another level that I wasn't aware of. And the reason I thought of this recently, I was just trying to put something together with some friends of mine and I was trying to include this, my friend Hannah. And she said, no, I can't go 
uh, because on that day, my friends and I are going to Las Vegas to see Lady Gaga. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I'm a little envious, but like, I'm thinking, eh, I wouldn't go all the way to Las Vegas to see mm-hmm. Gaga. Like, I'd wait until she came around to LA or whatever mm-hmm. and maybe see her. But I was like, okay, no problem. Let's have, have fun. And then I saw an ad for her like week or two of Las Vegas shows she's doing and it's like an evening of jazz with Lady Gaga. Oh. It's like an all Yeah, it's like her, you doing know, wearing and... on like wearing a gown on stage and doing her like jazz thing. Just a piano and and, oh. and, and I immediately texted him, I'm like, is this like the jazz Lady Gaga concert? She's like, Yeah dude and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I'm now I'm so envious. Yeah, now I hate you. Yeah, yeah. No, um, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I really I would go see that. Yeah. Ten times, you know, more enthusiastically than I'd go to a regular. Yeah, like, it's a better vibe concert. for yeah. our age. Well, it is a little bit. I'm getting older, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, but yeah, that's what made me think of that. Here's number two. I think a hotter take. Okay. Scenario would be better without Q-tip. Let me process this. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't like Q-Tip's verse on Scenario. I'm certainly not saying A Tribe Called Quest would be better without Q-Tip. Yeah. I love Q-Tip. Yeah. No one sounds like Q-Tip. Q-Tip is singular and he's essential. But I think he detracts from Scenario. Why do you think he detracts? Because his... He doesn't fit to me in scenario. It's so aggressive. He's not hyped up enough? It's such, yeah, it's such a hyphy posse cut. And it's rising and rising. Like, it starts with Fife's first. Then you go to Dinko and yeah. Charlie. And then, like, Q-Tip comes in. And now it's, like, kind of laid back. And maybe that's what they were going for. Because they were like, let's take it down a notch. That's before what I Buster comes in and takes it to 11. Yeah. But to me, it just sort of kills the vibe. I don't... I'm going to disagree. He's too chill. I don't think Fife is that much more hyphy in this than... I mean, maybe a little bit, but, but he's not like really... starts with Fife, so... And so you're like, okay, there's a build. You think it's a come down when Q-Tip yeah. comes I up. mean, it's already, let's all just admit it, and I don't think this is as hot a take. Even though it's on Tribe's album, that's a Leaders it's of a the leaders New School, school cut yes. featuring Tribe Called Yes, Quest. yeah. Uh, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would say... You have to take out Fife then, and it's just the leaders of the new school song. And that's a great song. I have no problem with it. Have the exact same thing. Take out, you gotta take out Fife. If you're taking out Q Tip, you gotta take out Fife. If that's the deal, I'll say okay, but I like Fife's verse. I think you need to it's take it. It's got some out. of his best rhymes in it. It's got it's got some of his best lyrics in it. It's great. Yeah. I just I, I have no problem with the Q tip in it. I think you have to do it. It's it's an all or nothing for me. I mean to me. Like I'm saying, if if that's the deal, like, oh, if I have to, if, yes. if I want to get rid of Q-Tip, I have to get rid of that's Fife, what I would I'll say. take that deal. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'll take it yeah. to just like, if you're saying, let's just purely make it a Leaders of the New School song. Sure, because all three of the Leaders' verses are better than both of Tribe's verses, to me, on the track. Uh, yeah, I, I get where you're going in terms of, like, getting hyped yeah. up. And yeah, I, I mean, it's the song that made Busta famous. It is, without it that. It made Busta Rhymes. It, yeah. 
But as as with with all things with leaders, Busta completely overshadows Charlie yes. and Dink. But Charlie and Dink don't get enough credit for also being awesome. No, they're great. It's just Busta was so yeah. is and was so unique and yeah. such a different energy that you never had that he's he's gonna overshadow them. I feel the same way when I listen to any leaders. Yeah, no, no. I'm like, right. oh, I mean, it's always Busta, but yeah. like the other two are great too. Yeah, they just had the fortune slash misfortune of being in a group yeah. with Busta with a legend. Yeah. yeah. Also, they were still teenagers when they recorded Scenario. Yeah, so. I mean, they were like, they were kids. <laughs> but Busta Rhymes was like eighteen or nineteen. I can't that's crazy. Under, I can't process that voice coming out of yeah. a teenage boy. A te- I, I barely a man. Mm-hmm. Wow, that didn't realize. Yeah, they're that. really good. But, uh, yeah, I can only support half that take, I would say. Yeah. I, well, that's why it's Don't At Me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but that's all the business I have before the main bit of business. That's all the business I have. Let's get down to the business. Okay. This is bit. Now this is like... Now getting, we're not fucking around. This, this is, is the no fuck zone. Such a bumpy ride. Yeah. I am going for my sixth win in a row. Yeah. As I was last time, but we tied. Yeah, it was a push. And I feel like I might have jinxed myself by evoking the idea of a baseball player hitting foul tip after foul tip after foul tip. Oh, because now Which you can feel... go on infinitely. Yes. In baseball, I'm like, how many times are we going to tie? <laughs> <laughs> as many as it takes. It's like the sort of Damocles of yes. my head. Like, oh, good reference. Um, but yeah, if I win tonight, I get more candy. Yeah. And I will set... I believe a record for most wins in a Ray gun record with six in our music trivia. Yes. Uh, if I lose, we start from scratch. Start from scratch. We're both at zero, and yep. we need three wins in a row to win candy to get them candies. Uh, which just is, will, would be awful. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit, wouldn't it be better for me to just keep winning candy no. than for us to reset it? Because then at least someone's getting candy. No. Uh, Why should you have joy too? <laughs> Fuck your joy. Uh, but yes, this is, is this is the time for the music trivia quiz. It's the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack to the board game Trivial Pursuit. These questions were published in 1985, so they're about music from before 1985, which means the quiz is hard. Yes. Uh, because I am defending, I yes. will ask you your questions first. Please select your cards. Right there. Okay, six questions, six categories. The first category is cover notes. The question is, who took over from Eric Clapton as lead guitarist for the Yardbirds. God damn it. I hate classic rock. Uh, who took over for the Yardbirds? Took over lead guitar for the Yardbirds from Eric Clapton. The best is, I know that this is like something that's not even hard for you to figure out. And I'm literally going. I had the wrong answer in my head. I'll give you that. Okay, Ooh, that's interesting. Um, um, someone listening right now, like your dad is like, you dummy! A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, Mr. Champendale, I'm sorry I let you down. I, I'm going <laughs> to get this wrong. Who replaced... Who took over, over from Eric Clapton as lead guitarist for the Yardbirds? Can I ask a question? You can ask. 
You can answer. I may or may not, depending on the um, question. Was the Yardbirds before Cream? Was Eric Clapton in Cream? Eric Clapton was in Cream. Okay. The he, Yardbirds were before Cream. I okay, that's what I feel too. All right. But after Blues Brothers? I'm not sure of the chronology there. Okay, so who replaced Eric Clapton in the Yardbirds? <sighs> okay, who's a guitarist around that time? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm never going to get this. I almost want you to pull this out of your ass, just for, like, even if I lose the case. I have a bad answer, but it, okay. it's the only answer, but I'm seeing if there's anything else I can think of. Um, no, it's not that. Is it... Is it Ron Wood? No. That's not a bad guess. Okay. That's, that, was, that was in my head. Jeff Beck. Oh, shit. Yeah. I kind of knew that. I wouldn't have gotten to that yeah. answer, but that now hearing that, I go, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. Like I said, even I had the wrong answer. Yeah. My answer was Jimmy Page, mm. who did take over later. Okay. And then they became the new Yardbirds when he recruited Robert Plant, John Bonham, John Paul Jones. Oh. And then the new Yardbirds became Led Zeppelin. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. How oh, interesting. Yes. I see. Now I learned something. Uh, you learned a couple things. Yeah, too much. <laughs> Your mother should know. This is music for, from the first half of the 20th century. What 20s Broadway star scored in 1941 with We're Having a Baby, parentheses, My Baby and Me? Who scored with We're Having a Baby, My Baby and Me? 20s Broadway star. 20s Broadway star. 20s Broadway star. 1941 hit. We're having a baby, my baby and me. Al Jolson. Eddie Cantor. Oh! I vaguely know the name. Vaguely. don't know who that is. Very vaguely yeah. just know the name in passing. 1950s. What 15-year-old impressed with I'm a man in 1959? Oh, Jesus. Uh... Okay. What, uh, uh... What 15-year-old impressed with I'm a man in 1959? Ricky Nelson. Good guess. Fabian. Oh, it's either one of those two One of the other. God one of the other, it. yeah. <clears throat> oh, 1960. Plenty of questions left. Right. 1960s. How many English performances did British supergroup Blind Faith give? How many English performances did British supergroup Blind Faith give? Zero. One. Ah, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm sorry. That stinks. Uh, that that stinks. Okay. After the Beatles, this is the 70s and early 80s. Who auditioned for the Sex Pistols and gigged with The Clash... The Stranglers and the Damned before finding himself. Who auditioned for the Sex Pistols and gigged with the Clash, the Stranglers, and the Damned before finding himself? Okay. Do you know this? That I did not know this. Ooh, goddamn. Okay. Okay. Then it's not the person I think it is. I keep thinking it's finding himself. 
thing. I don't know if that's a clue or not. Yeah, it sounds like it is, but who knows with uh, fucking Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Can you read it one more time? Yes. Who auditioned for the Sex Pistols and gigged with the Clash, the Stranglers, and the Damned before finding himself? Okay. Um... Did the finding himself part make you think of something? No. Oh, okay. No. No, I'm literally just trying to think of contemporaries of that time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. Jesus Christ. This question sucks. Um, is it... Uh... Uh, okay. Uh, I'll tell you this, and this might be the faintest of I, clues. I think I have an answer, so I'm just going to give it to you. Okay. Adamant. Wrong, but you're on the right track. Okay. And I think this is fascinating. All right. Boy George. No way! Yeah. Oh, That's what it says. Shit! That's what it says. Wow. That I would have never gotten that, but that's fascinating. Isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yep. God damn. Yeah. I'm at zero. You're at zero. You have one question left. But you're not out of it. Because as I always say. You never know. I've lost with zero plenty of time. So if you get one and I get zero, that's that. You never know. Anything goes is the category. So it's a grab bag. What relative did Earl Scruggs name Randy Lynn Rag for? The song is Randy Lynn Rag. What relative of his did Earl Scruggs name it for? Randy Travis. I'm gonna I'm going to clarify the question okay. for you. What relation? Oh, oh, oh! Of thank his, you for that. Okay. What relative did Earl Scruggs name Randy Lynn Rag for? His nephew. His son. Fuck. That's okay. I was going to say cousin, too. You so. were, like, close on almost oh. every question. God damn. I was trying to think strategy-wise. Is Boy George, you guess Adamant. Yeah. The answer is his nephew, his son, you guess nephew. Oh, my God. The answer is zero, you guess one. You're, like, off by one on all of these. Oh, that was painful. Zero, I'm sorry. I only need one for You only candy. need one, and then the rest will be Expo Mission. I, I, I feel good about my chances, but again. You never know. It depends on the card. But... Even if I get zero, it's still only a tie. It's still a push. <laughs> oh, I'd laugh if it's a push. Uh, I feel like them candies so are going to get open. That's my card. I just don't want it to be on the first card. I'm starting to feel bad because it's been so long. Since yeah. Well, you've never gotten candy. No. Never gotten this candy. This streak is the first streak since we introduced the prize. I feel like it's really motivated me. <laughs> yeah, it really has. It's really changed you. Mm. Cover notes. This could go either or. Okay. Who became the first woman named Entertainer of the Year by the Country Music Association? There's a name that's the first name that popped into my head and the name that I want to answer. Mm. And the correct answer is probably a third thing. (laughs) I'm going to say Dolly Parton. What was your other guess? Tammy Wynette. 
Loretta Lynn. That was the one that I, that was the third <laughs> one that the I third thought. One. Of. That was the third it one. It was that the I third one. Mom. Yeah. What Roy Turk and Lou Handman song asks, is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? What Roy Turk and Lou Handman song asks, is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back again? Or maybe they're rhyming it with again. Yeah, again. Are you lonesome tonight? Eat them candies. That's re- that's the answer? Yeah. I completely pulled that out of my ass. Are you lonesome tonight? There you go. <laughs> I compli- it, I don't know that song. I don't know that those lyrics. Oh, it's, it's like, are you lonesome? No, I know, but isn't that an Elvis song? Oh, uh, maybe it is an Elvis song, but maybe that's what they I was thinking. wrote it. I was like, that's not the answer because that's an Elvis song. You fucking nailed it, dude. But it just is what occurred to me. That's amazing. That is amazing. Like, I, I fucking am happy to eat these candies. Okay. That was a complete pull. You've, you've, you've gotten the record. This is the Ray Gun record of six. Yeah, it is. That's I got the six. You got, wow. I got the six. And a on, t-shirt. I got the six. the wildest guess I've wow. ever guessed for anything in my life. Yeah, I thought you just knew it. I know. I okay. just sort of kind of made a guess. Wow. Okay. I'm really impressed with myself. Let's do the rest for Expo Mission yeah, while you I'm eat gonna, them candies. Eat, yeah. Okay. After the Beatles song is bullshit, but this we're not there yet. Uh-huh. 50s. What domesticated group had a minor hit with Chahuahua? Chahuahua? Yeah. What domesticated group had a minor hit what with Chahuahua? domesticated group? Yeah. Now, I'm going to the say this. The Hound Dogs. You're not too far off. The Pets. Ah. Okay. Yes. Never heard of that. 60s. Who had an itsy bitsy hit with Lopsided, Overloaded, and It Wriggled When I Wrote It? You That's never, the name of the song? Name of the song. Who had an itsy bitsy hit with lopsided, overloaded, and it wriggled when I wrote it? That's the name of the song. Yes. I kind of feel like it's the same person who did itsy, itsy bitsy. bitsy I think it is. Yellow yeah. polka dot bikini, I, think but that's I don't a know clue. who did that. No, me neither. Little. Little Charlie. Brian Highland. Okay. Yeah. Here's the one that I'm just like, fuck off. Uh-huh. After Beatles. What James Taylor number promises winter, spring, summer, fall, all you have to do is call? You know James Taylor a lot better than I do. Fire and rain? Are you serious? I don't know. You've got a friend. Okay. I thought that's like a given song. Dude, I can't... I cannot emphasize how much I fucking hate James <laughs> Taylor. Wow. Okay. So right now you're at just one. Me and the candy. And if you got a one on a guess, that's amazing. On a guess? On, on a, a your guess. mother should know question. Oh my god. Here's your blue candy. And I'm going to get my blue candy. Oh my. Enjoy that. Oh. Them blues. By the time you get candy of your own, you will have eaten a whole pack of my green <laughs> candies. Exactly. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing at the start of every line on a piece of music? The first thing? Mm-hmm. The time signature. The clef sign. That's, oh, that's right. That is before the time signature. Wow. That's how you One won. out of six? One out of six. One out of on six. that question. That okay. should have been a zero. By rights, that should have been, been a zero. Although, I want to say, if I wasn't already eating this candy. Because <laughs> now you're just, it's all, it's all green. 
It's all green. Now. I would have spent one more second thinking about that last question. Yeah, so I you might have thought about it. I would have said the cleft because you would. It would have been. It would have been zero zero, and you'd be like, "Shit, I need to get this." So exactly, it could have happened. So I think I still would have pulled it off, but but this was more satisfying. Is, is that the sweetest candies you've ever tasted? It literally is. I don't know how I came up with that. I don't know how you came up with it either. Also, it just you came up with it pretty fast. It's just the first thing that came to my head, and I was thinking, this is wrong, but I don't know the answer, yeah. so I'm just going to say it. Wow. That is, this might be the craziest rate on ever. Six in a row. Six in a row. You earn them candies. Thank you. I feel like this helps you be less upset about it. Oh, no, not all. Fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm mad. Well, that's the end of the mini episode. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yum, 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 yum. That was crazy.